0: Nikki Haley Haley, this morning is taking heat for her answer to that question about the cause of the Civil War and what she didn't say, slavery.
1: Yeah, this is gonna be a hot topic today. If only the ladies from The View were on television, they'd have a lot to say. Don't worry, I do. Well, welcome to Thursday on the Chris Plant Show. It's um, Michael Pelka in once again for my buddy, Chris Plant. 28th of December, 312 days away from an election. And uh, just a handful of days away from the primary, I'm sorry, the caucuses in Idaho. Very close to 18 days away from the Iowa caucuses. And you have to wonder if everyday statements... And blunders will have an effect on the outcome. There were a lot of everyday statements that became blunders yesterday. And as you heard, the pouncing by the left on what Nikki Haley said last night in New Hampshire. And it's an interesting thing, this simple question and answer moment from Nikki Haley. Will this be her her moment that turns a, a campaign that was actually on a on an upswing into a uh, Jeb Bush moment. Please clap. I don't know if it's a please clap moment. It may be, but if you if you haven't seen it or you didn't hear it, I think it's appropriate we go through it. And this is on the heels of yesterday when Donald Trump Jr said uh, he would do everything he could to prevent Nikki Haley from being his father's vice presidential candidate if and when Donald Trump becomes the nominee. And I wondered if if that statement by Donald Trump Jr. was maybe a trial balloon to see how the base would react to Nikki Haley in, in the second spot on the ticket. It might have been. And now you have to wonder what this is going to mean. You have to think about whether or not this kind of a blunder, which depends on which side of the aisle you're on, uh, as to how serious a blunder it is. I'm not a fan of equivocation. I'm a fan of clarity. and, And when someone asks you, well, what was the cause of the Civil War? You say, well, we fought it because there were a bunch of states that wanted to own slaves, and we didn't want that to happen if you were on the the side of freedom, et cetera, et cetera. It's kind of an easy way to get into it. But it didn't go down that way. Nikki Haley was in New Hampshire, and you have to wonder if maybe being in New Hampshire affected her answer to the question. New Hampshire is one of those places that has a slightly different bent when it comes to politics. You know they they talk about the free state movement in New Hampshire. There's a little more libertarian sort of thinking up there, in my opinion. Maybe some of the New Hampshire folks will disagree, and you're you're always welcome to weigh in on any of this, and I'm dying to hear what some of you have to say about what Nikki Haley said last night at triple eight six three zero nine six two five of course is the number. Here is that moment question and answer period at a Nikki Haley event in uh, ironically named Berlin, New Hampshire. This happened in Berlin, New Hampshire yesterday.
2: What was the cause of the United States Civil War?
0: Well, don't come with an easy question or anything. I mean, I think the cause of the Civil War was basically how government was going to run, the freedoms and what people could and couldn't do. What do you think the cause of the Civil War was?
1: Now, I'm initially bothered by that response because the guy asked the question, what was the cause of the Civil War? And I think your mind, or at least my mind, immediately goes to the fight over slavery, whether we were going to be a nation that enslaved people or we were going to be a nation that recognized that all human beings are endowed by their creator with certain inalienable rights. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness and that liberty part being right in the middle of it there, kind of important. Seems like it would have been simple, but Nikki Haley's reaction didn't go there. She initially said, well, don't come with an easy question. You know, uh, like complaining about the question? And how is that a difficult question? I'm a person who's respected Nikki Haley's abilities When she was our representative in the United Nations, and I haven't really looked at her that seriously as a presidential candidate because I didn't think she was going to get across the finish line. I know a lot of you are thinking, well, you missed out on that, Mike, but maybe this is different. But listen to that. A guy stands up and asks a question, and I'm sure that her people kind of screen the guy because that's what goes on at these places. And he asks a question, and uh, the exhalation there was kind of weird to me. She turned away from him and walked back towards the center of the stage. Was she buying time to figure out where she was going to go with it? I don't realize I'm Monday morning quarterbacking this on a Thursday morning, of course. But uh, it, it does seem kind of curious to me. Just let's walk through this again. I know I'm parsing this, but I think it's important.
2: What was the cause of the United States Civil War?
1: I got it. Slavery. Fight over slavery. Well,
0: don't come with an easy question or anything. I mean, I think the cause of the Civil War was basically how government was going to run. The freedoms and what people could and couldn't do. What do you think the cause of the Civil War was?
1: Now, that turning it back to the guy was bizarre to me, too. It seems like this is a, a a big fumble to me. What do you think the cause of the Civil War was? Are we teaching a fourth-grade civics class and trying to uh, have a Socratic dialogue with the kids? I'm not sure. Uh, here's how the rest of this went. I'm sorry to interrupt, but it, it really is curious to me. I'm sorry?
2: I'm not running for president. I, 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 I want to see to your take on the cause
1: of the Civil War. So he responded, I'm not running for president. Uh, I wanted to hear your take on the cause of the Civil War. And somebody near him in the audience goes, well, that's a good thing. Somebody being a, a smartass in the audience. Nikki Haley, back to answering this guy's question about the cause of the Civil War.
0: I mean, I think it always comes down to the role of government. And what the rights of the people are. And we, I will always stand by the fact that I think government was intended to secure the rights and freedoms of the people. It was never meant to be all things to all people. Government doesn't need to tell you how to live your life. They don't need to tell you what you can and can't do. They don't need to be a part of your life. They need to make sure that you have freedom. We need to have capitalism. We need to have economic freedom. We need to make sure that we do all things so that individuals have the liberties so that they can have freedom of speech, freedom of religion, freedom to do or be anything they want to be without government getting in
2: the way. Thank you. And in,
0: in the year 2023, it's astonishing to me
1: that you answer that question without mentioning the word slavery. What do you want me to say about slavery? Oh, um, uh, you answered my question. Thank. You. Oh, I th- I think that was the second fumble. Now Nikki Haley, I believe, kind of answered the question and got to the issue of slavery, but didn't mention the word slavery. And if she had talked about the role of government in securing the the liberties uh, for the people and said all people, no matter what color they are, no matter what gender they are, doesn't matter if you're male or female, if you're black, white, orange, magenta, the government should secure the rights of all the people. All she had to say was that. But she went to this, this weird answer, in my opinion. And the left is jumping on it, of course, uh, pouncing, to use their terminology, as I said. And I, I think this is going to be a problem for Nikki Haley. It didn't have to be a problem. And especially the day after, a whole bunch of people were talking about, well, maybe she should be Donald Trump's running mate if he gets the nomination, which it looks like he's going to based on current polling and betting odds, which I watch both of those. But this, this appears to be a fumble if Donald Trump were to consider Nikki Haley as a possible running mate. Now, is she going to come out and make a statement today to clarify? Some people say that's a bad idea. Never complain, never explain. I don't know. In politics, the rules are different. But I think this is a, a very concerning moment for Nikki Haley just 19 days out or 18 days out, whatever it is, from the, uh, the caucuses. And uh, this, is, this is making a big news. This is getting a lot of attention. Slavery is now one of those third rails of politics. If it's brought up, you better be ready to answer the question. And how is there a question on how you should answer it? How is there any confusion on that? I guarantee you that there will be campaign ads right now if Nikki Haley goes further, if Nikki Haley gets a, a push in, uh, in Iowa and if she does well in New Hampshire, I guarantee you there will be campaign ads with cuts from that, from the left or from anyone who's opposing her. And that's what you should do as a politician. You should jump on your opponent's weaknesses. I guarantee you the ads are going to be repeating the the statement Nikki Haley made after this guy asked her a question about slavery.
0: What do you want me to say
1: about slavery? What do you want me to say about slavery? Now the clip I found stops there. Uh, She actually said next question, but it would have been brilliant of her to say, what do you want me to say about slavery? It's abhorrent. It shouldn't exist anywhere. We, we stopped it. We fought a war to stop it here, but it still exists around the world. And as president, as your president, I will work to make sure there are no, no human trafficking areas in this country, which we know there are. Just look at the southern border. And I will work to stop slavery around the world. I'll work to bring China in front of the world and say, stop enslaving the Uyghurs. She had an opportunity. And she missed, in my opinion, there were three strikes on that one question, three strikes. And in some games, three strikes, baseball, you're out. She missed three times. First of all, say, mocking the question a little bit. Oh, you couldn't come with an easy question. And then finishing it off with, what do you want me to say about slavery? Am I wrong? Am I wrong on that? Uh, you know, Nikki Haley, I think, did great service to this country. And I, I was actually debating whether or not it would be a good idea, should Donald Trump win the nomination, to consider her. I have her in my list of top three potential women as VP choices. But I'm eager to hear your thoughts as well. 888 is the number. We have so much to get to today. There is a veritable all-you-can-think buffet today on the Chris Plant Show. Michael Pelka in for Chris Plant on the aforementioned Chris Plant Show.
3: Hey, it's Chris Plant. Excited to tell you about our July 2024 listener sea cruise. We'll be sailing around the British Isles, visiting Scotland and Ireland. Please join us. Visit ChrisPlantCruise.com.
1: It is the Chris Plant Show. Michael Pelka in for Chris Plant. And uh, we jumped into it early after yesterday's moment. Nikki Haley asked about the cause of the Civil War. And uh, I think she fumbled the ball. Just me. It uh, just seems like it's a mistake. And I asked you what you thought of it. And so many of you have already jumped in here. Let's try and do an early speed round here on the Chris Plant Show. Uh, Chris in New Jersey uh, joining us. Uh, Chris, um, uh, you wanted to weigh in on the Nikki Haley issue? Well, I was going to weigh in on something else. But as far as Nikki Haley,
4: no, I mean, first of all, I don't think you should pick someone that he can't trust, and obviously he can't trust her. But two but too- – you know, I think you should pick Vivek because you got to steal the base. If the base doesn't come out, you know, I mean, like the notion that you're going to peel all these Democrats off, I don't know. I ran for right. the state Senate here.
1: All so right. Well, hang on a second because hang on a second, Chris. We're going to we're going to address Vivek and we'll address this, the, those voters as well. Uh, Wayne in Jefferson, Maryland. Uh, Wayne, where are you on this incident? Is it a, a terminal for Nikki Haley's campaign?
4: I hope so. I'm in the Tucker Carlson camp. I firmly believe that uh, she would be a disaster to Mr. Trump. And if she were on the ticket, it would give me pause to, uh, to vote for Mr. Trump. And I was a firm supporter in 2016, 2020. I've been on the Trump train all along. And I, like Chris from New Jersey, I just, I don't trust her. I believe she's a representative of, uh, of the war interests of, uh, uh, of the Liz Cheney wing of the party. And I think that would absolutely kill his chances of winning.
1: Interesting. Very well said, sir. Uh, good good reasoning put together. Thank you. Although I don't know about the Tucker Carlson thing. We've had a cackler in the office, and Tucker's laugh would be uh, good, uh, good fodder for a lot of people. Uh, let's go to uh, Al in Chicago. Al, where, what's your take on the uh, Nikki Haley moment?
3: Um, I thought it revealed real gutlessness and real ignorance, and it reminded me of Hillary Clinton's line about wiping her email server where she says, you mean with the cloth?
4: Hmm,
3: it was very interesting. She said, well, doesn't don't come with an easy question. That was Haley's cloth response. But all oh, wow. she needed to do was, quote, Lincoln's second inaugural address. He's sort of an important contemporary. If I could read three (laughs) sentences from it. Go ahead. One One eighth of the whole population were colored slaves, not distributed generally over the Union, but localized in the southern part of it. These slaves constituted a peculiar and powerful interest. Now, here's the biggie. All knew that this was somehow the cause of the war end of quote, she grew up, she's from the South, so she should just go to Lincoln, but she showed that she has no spine.
1: Al, had she just said, listen, I'm a Republican, the first Republican president was the guy who recognized all men are created equal, as it says in our founding documents, and he was fighting to make sure that happened. And she could have also referenced, like Donald Trump is attempted to being thrown off ballots. Lincoln was also attempted to be booted from ballots by Democrats. She, she had a softball hanging in front of her and she missed it. But uh, thank you for bringing up Abraham Lincoln on that. Appreciate you, Al. Uh, let's grab. Uh, do we have time for one more here? Let's try and grab Robert and Waldorf from Maryland. Robert, what do you think about this?
3: This she can't even be honest to you, tell you what her her real name is ran Ranhawa. You know at least that v- v- Vivek gives his real name. This woman tries to hide what her real name is. Okay. I mean, th- I mean, what more do you need to know? She's a dishonest
1: rhino. Well, we are going to play her latest reaction to the Führer just around the corner. It's Michael Pelkin for Chris Plant on the Chris
3: Plant Show. Did you like the service? What,
1: like with a cloth or something? I don't know. Welcome back to the Chris Plant Show. We feel like we were shot out of a cannon today as we started the show with the big story in the politics from last night with Nikki Haley being asked what she thought the the cause of slavery was. I just kind of fumbled it. If you haven't seen the answer, it's out there. We'll we'll get back to playing a clip from that. But it feels like uh, this was a, a gaffe, a fumble, a stumble. Is it terminal? A lot of people are saying yes, and uh, I'm also trying to play both sides of it. You know, in my unofficial legal training, you're supposed to try and argue from both sides, from each perspective. So uh, I could see where Nikki Haley was probably saying, well, I'm in New Hampshire, and this is a state that's big on individual rights and freedoms and small government and big liberty. Maybe I should craft the answer from here. But there were some things in there that were kind of cringy when she said, I couldn't ask an easy question, could you? And at the end, when the guy pressed her on it, And uh, she said, what do you want me to say about slavery? I think there were, like I said, three strikes. But I asked all of you what you thought. Now, I do have Nikki Haley's response because immediately this thing was like a bonfire that just exploded in flames on social media. And so she was asked about it and has a response. We'll get to that. But I want to try and hit a couple more of your responses because they are particularly interesting to me, uh, especially Chris in Marshall, Virginia. Chris, you say this is a uh, uh, something that reminded you of a movie moment?
4: Thank you for taking my call, sir. Always a pleasure. I'm calling, of course, from the front line of the heartland, man. Um, you know, if you all remember Men in Black,
1: the original –
4: Yeah, Uh, Will Smith, when Will Smith, when Will Smith was being considered for the position, he was up against a number of other candidates. And one of the candidates made the comment, yes, sir, we're the best of the best of the best, sir. And then after Will Smith mopped the floor with all of these guys, there was a scene where Will, where Rip Torn was ushering them into a little room and you heard him say, Yes, gentlemen. Well, thank you very much. You're the very best that we can come to expect from each one of your branches of government. Nikki Haley just proved herself to be the absolute best we can expect from a rhino UN
3: bureaucrat deep state operative.
1: Wow. Now I have to go back and pull that scene and compare the two. That's very interesting, Chris. And this is why I love this audience. You guys just don't give a surface reaction. You go deep and back it up. Well done, Chris. Keep I appreciate. It. Uh, thank, thank you, you sir. sir. Good day. Thank you, sir. God bless. Uh, Eddie in uh, North Springfield. Hello, hello. Thank you. Do we have Eddie from North Springfield, Virginia? Yep, I'm here. Hey, Eddie. Uh, what's your take I'm on here.
2: this? I'm here. Uh, well, thank you for taking call, Mike. We greatly appreciate you, uh, you know, uh, sitting in for Chris. It's always good when you're here. I love you. You're my favorite sitting host for Chris. Thank you, uh, brother. My take is, uh, my take is, uh, she was South Carolina governor. Does she not know that history? Does yeah, she and- not know that that shot or Fort something? Does she, she not know that?
1: Well, Eddie, she has a history, has a history with, history. with questions over the monuments in her state. If you remember, when all the right. Confederate monuments were being uh, looked at and people said, we have to take these down, they must be destroyed, etc., she did compromise, take them down and put them in a museum or put them in a, another place. I believe that's what was going on. So you're right, though. Being from it, South they, Carolina, uh, it, she – yes, sir.
2: She should have known that. And we also know, remember, after the – well, the tragic shooting in that church – uh, you know, moved to change the South Carolina flag, um, mm-hmm. uh, you know, because it seemed the Confederacy see or whatever
1: missed, uh, missed opportunity overall. I think this was a gigantic yeah, I mean, missed opportunity.
2: And the other part is, I mean, she's in New Hampshire, which is the first state that abolished slavery in the United States, New Hampshire.
1: Yeah, she should have known that. That was a That was a fumble. Thank you, Eddie. Appreciate you being there. Thank you for the kind words. Uh, Let's talk to uh, Brad in Key West, Florida. Hello, Brad.
3: Hey, hi. Thanks for taking my call. Um, I think everyone is kind of uh, not focused on the real reason of the vice president. And that is for him or her to step up and be president if something happens to the president. And Trump needs to pick the best person he can find that can fill his shoes if it is ever needed.
1: Well, you know, Brad, that is a that is a correct point. But I also think there are other reasons why someone is chosen as a vice president. And we, you look no further than 2016, <clears throat> pardon me, when Donald Trump, an outsider, brought Mike Pence in who was going to bring in a certain group of voters. And there is political calculus at play when anyone selects a vice presidential candidate. Look at Kamala. We know why Kamala Harris was chosen. She checked the box for color. She checked the box for uh, gender. And she also brought California, where Joe Biden has uh, his roots in D.C. and Delaware. So there is calculus to this. And one of those is, of course, can that person take over the role as president should something happen to the president? Uh, Thank you, Brad. I appreciate your thoughts on that. And uh, I'll I'll just do one more, and then we'll get you Nikki Haley's actual updated response to what happened. Louise in uh, Montrose, Virginia. Hello, Louise.
2: Hello. Good morning, sir. Thank you. What's on your mind? I I wanted to say that it is important to listen to Lincoln's own words. And Lincoln was a supporter of the Corwin Amendment, which would have protected slavery where it existed at that time in perpetuity. I have stayed the Civil War for three decades. A state has the right to secede under the Tenth Amendment, and slavery is evil. Those are two facts.
1: Okay. I appreciate you weighing in on that. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, the uh, The reality, uh, Texas, I lived in Texas for years, and Texas always talks about, well, if we secede, we could break up into our own little republic and have five states. And yeah, there's all kinds of interesting stuff built into our Constitution if a state chooses to want to leave the union. But uh, the topic du jour, of course, is Nikki Haley. And after she made that statement, as I said... The media was on fire. There was a a, a real fire last night and uh, Nikki Haley responded. And I I think you can officially call this cleanup. Here is a little bit of a discussion she had uh, with uh, one person who got a hold of her.
0: Well, two things on this, Jack. I mean, of course the Civil War was about slavery. We know that. That's that's the easy part of it. What I was saying was, what does it mean to us today? What it means to us today is about freedom. That's what that was all about. It was about individual freedom. It was about economic freedom. It was about individual rights. Our goal is to make sure, no, we never go back to the stain of slavery. But what's the lesson in all of that?
1: I think she missed the point. And the attempted cleanup to say, well, I was talking about it in terms of today and what it means today. No, the question was obvious. What do you think the cause of the Civil War was? Now, there are people in her camp that are saying that this question was set up, that this was a Democrat who had gotten in there in the audience. Well, guess what? When you're president, you're president of everybody and everybody— is supposed to be able to ask questions of the president, Uh, except if you're Joe Biden, and then nobody can ask questions of the president unless you're part of the seven or eight members of the mainstream media who are allowed at odd moments during the year to ask questions. That's That's another, I think, missed opportunity for Nikki Haley. Another missed opportunity. I'm betting this is going to be an ongoing discussion today. And uh, while, while I appreciate all of these Civil War scholars out, out there, it's pretty safe to say the cause of the Civil War was the disagreement between the North and the South over the issue of slavery. That's not a tough question. There are other little answers within, there are other smaller issues within But the biggest issue of all, the cause, the spark that started the Civil War, it it has to be slavery. And I don't know how you can disagree with that. Now, as I said, the left is jumping on it. The left is absolutely jumping on it. Over at CNN, they couldn't wait to get Phil Mattingly out there. He's the guy, he's got kind of a, I think he has a lot of freckles or something. But uh, when he gets really pumped up and starts getting emotional, his face gets all red. And so it creates an interesting look as well. Phil Mattingly was responding to this yesterday as well. What was the cause of the Civil War? The exchange lasted 93 seconds, but she never mentioned the word slavery once as a cause. Never once. Not even once. CNN reporter Ava McKenna also weighed in. Uh, She... uh, She couldn't say slavery, could she, Ava?
0: She did bring up uh, race to some degree last night. It is a part of her stump speech when she says repeatedly that America is not a racist country and that she wants Americans to get away from what she describes as a culture of self-loathing. But in terms of the origins of the Civil War, she reflexively did not say it was slavery.
1: Yeah. Another, Another miss. Uh, cut five over at uh, CNN as well. While we're in the CNN camp, Jessica Dean has a response to this as well.
3: Politically, it, it is it is distracting. You get
0: to the actual context of it and the the substance of that question. And then you have to ask, ask the deeper questions, which is why couldn't she just say that slavery was a part of why the Civil War was yeah, fought? Something right. that doesn't need any context. Right. It just is. It's, it reminds right. me of it's the... a fact
1: Boy, oh boy! I think there's going to be even more on this, and uh, we, we'll get. Let's get one more in here. Uh, let's wander over to the uh, Today Show, where uh, the uh, Today Show, of course, had to spend some time on this very hot topic.
3: Turning now to the 2024 presidential campaign, this morning, Republican candidate Nikki Haley is facing new backlash over something she did not say at a town hall in New Hampshire last night. Haley was asked a question about the cause of the Civil War.
0: I think the cause of the Civil War was basically how government was going to run, the freedoms and what people could and couldn't do.
3: The former U.N. ambassador did not mention slavery as a possible cause. Both Democrats and Republicans weighed in, with GOP rival Ron
1: DeSantis posting the word yikes on social media. And you know what? That's actually one of the best responses I've heard out of DeSantis in a long time. <laughs> you know, to post that... Uh, that video of Nikki Haley and then just put the word yikes. I have had that reaction on more than one occasion this week when uh, Michael Piercy has sent me some breaking news stories. And I looked and I couldn't believe it. Yikes was the response. All right, you've convinced me. We need one more. Uh, Let's go to cut six. Uh, MSNBC had political reporter Eugene Daniels on
3: the cause of the Civil War, obviously it was about slavery. If it was about states' rights, it was the state's um, ability to hold slaves. If it was about freedoms and what the government could tell you what to do, it was whether or not the government could tell you whether or not you can own and beat people, rape and kill them because they were your property, right? That is clear to everyone who has eyes and has read history books.
1: It's going to be an interesting day of incoming for Nikki Haley. How quickly will this move to the side? Will there be another topic that pops up? Because that's typically what happens. Hot issue, a lot of attack back and forth, and then something else takes it off the front page. The mainstream media will decide whether this stays front and center. As Chris often likes to say, the greatest power the media has is the power to ignore. Which means they elevate something else. We'll get into this and continue on. There's other stories as well. It's Michael Pelka in for Chris Plant on The Chris Plant Show. Gentlemen, congratulations.
3: You're everything we've come to expect from years of government training.
1: There it is. There's your Men in Black moment. <laughs> You're everything we've come to expect from government trading, as mentioned, as referenced by one of our brilliant, brilliant listeners on The Chris Plant Show. Now, I, I feel incumbent upon me to present both sides of the story, as I said before. I do like to try and be fair. Uh, we, and the audience has given Nikki Haley a considerable pounding in this hour. But there is someone who has, who has a different take, and I'm going to get to that. Tom in Wilmington, North Carolina. Tom, you would like to weigh in on this?
4: Yes, I would. Thank you.
1: You're um, welcome. I'm on the radio. Yes, you are. How cool is that? Uh, hey, listen, it's I'm the a greatest. Yankee
4: who who spent way too much time in the South now, and so. I want to say that I'm not a Nikki Haley fan at all, but she gave the correct, nuanced Southern answer to that question. They don't see it that way. They, they, and I don't think history is, is even correctly being presented to anybody anymore because I think the problem was that the northern states, with all their industrial power, were doing things in the Senate and in the in the law, and I should say in the Congress and within law. That was harming the southern states financially, and they were fighting against it, and they didn't have any financial backing or power. They got mad, and the the, the secession and the Confederacy started over that. And Lincoln, I think, you know, the Civil War started over that, and the slavery issue came up as a weapon to use against them. I'm sure that Lincoln was always against slavery, but that wasn't what started the war. And that wasn't Lincoln's main motivation. He was trying to keep the union together. So well, did, Haley gave the correct Southern answer. Now, whether but, that you know anybody agrees with that in the South, that's the right answer.
1: Well, it, it, you correctly said initially that it was a nuanced answer. And it might be a nuanced answer from the South, but you're running to be president of the United States. And that always has to be at the front of your mind. When you're taking these questions, so I, I appreciate you, a, not a Nikki Haley supporter coming in and trying to look at this from a uh, a, an, a nonpartisan perspective. and yeah, there, there's a certain southern nuance to everything she said, but I also think it's a fumble when you look at it from a total national perspective. But thank you, Tom. I appreciate it. And yes, uh, thank you for considering it cool to be on the radio. I'm gracious and grateful every time I'm on the radio. Thank you, sir. Uh, The the issue of the day might be Nikki Haley, but there is another big issue that seems to be getting buried today. Uh, Actually, a couple of them. And one has to do with Joseph Robinette Biden Jr., our president. And what James Comer's committees seem to have uncovered, developed, a possible problem for the president when it comes to the impeachment inquiry, because Joe Biden seemed to have a whole bunch of knowledge, a whole bunch of knowledge that his son was going to... um, going to avoid two subpoenas and that might have been uh, meddling could have been meddling with a congressional event there are all kinds of problems for the Biden administration if this latest statement out of James Comer's administration comes true and uh, I I do have to give a big salute as well to one of the listeners uh, who said uh, about the Nikki Haley Situation last night. This is to uh, Deb Kennedy on uh, the Twitter, whose Twitter X handle is Learn U.S. History. I wonder how Chris Sununu feels about that. The governor, of course, of New Hampshire, who's been by her side, endorsed her. I wonder what he's saying today. We'll look into that. Michael Pelka in for Chris Plant on The Chris Plant Show. <laughs>